0: We're back in session, and the condition of the state is, meh, what a week. I'm Matt Sinovic, the Executive Director of Progress Iowa.
1: And I'm Lauren McMill, the Digital Director for Progress Iowa.
0: Welcome to What a Week, where we break down the week's top stories. This week, the Iowa Legislature is back in session, and earlier this week... Uh, governor reynolds delivered her condition of the state. Before I get into what the governor thinks, uh, Lauren, what what do you think the condition of the state is?
1: I mean you already said meth, but I would maybe give it a nah. <laughs> <laughs> or a I think, or a eh, I fine. <laughs> think, I
0: think that's about right. Um, I let's let's just run down some of the highlights or lowlights of what the governor said um and and we'll start with I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more in a minute, but the one of the biggest pieces of news was that Reynolds is backing an amendment saying that the Iowa Constitution does not include a right to abortion. Um, that is in response to a Supreme Court case or a Supreme Court ruling that that came down, um, but it's really just their latest opportunity to attack women. Um, and uh, so that that was that was one extremely notable thing uh, or notable item in the condition of the state speech. Um, then the next is um, rather than having corporations and the wealthy pay their fair share, in fact, she she's advocating for another income tax cut for the wealthiest islands. Um, they want to shift that burden to working families through an increased sales tax. So, women workers, um, and that's most uh, the vast majority of Those the population. Those of us who don't have right offshore
1: Cayman's accounts, right?
0: So so she's on the attack against um, uh, half of the state when it comes to women, and the vast majority of the state when it comes to, uh, to to working families. So she's off to a great start, right there.
1: I mean, I would say more than half, because like that doesn't even include like a lot of these statistics don't include like trans people and non-binary people who who can get pregnant too, who also deserve a right to abortion but um yeah i her her rhetoric all sounds nice and flowery about how we need to like have a bold vision for so that the, the state of the state is strong in 2030 but like her bold vision which she laid out in her condition of the state is significantly cut income taxes create a sustainable funding source for the mental health system Reduce the burden of property taxpayers, and fund the national the natural resources and outdoor recreation trust, and like three quarters of that actually no all of that is like tax based, and why are Republicans bold visions? I'm using quotes right. always about cutting air quotes always I about cutting taxes and never about like let's improve universe like let's have universal health care or let's raise wages or let's work on our crumbling infrastructure or let's implement universal child care or work to eradicate poverty instead of like punishing people who are low income.
0: That's not who they care about. Like they, they want to give money to Amazon, Facebook, uh, or Apple, Facebook, Google. um, I'm sure Amazon has asked. Right. (laughs) and, And any company that can come in and, um, and, and they they want to just give give the farm away and like literally give the give land away and and our tax base away, um, and we've done polling on this. We've sh- we've asked people. We've asked Iowans, not not Lauren and I, but you know pollsters. You know
1: you know where we stand. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> But um we've asked pollsters or pollsters have asked them I was on our behalf, about whether they would like to see uh, a tax cut of a few hundred dollars or invest more money in schools, roads, clean water, um, and every time the va- the uh, 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 most people want that money spent on bettering our community, and I think that people are fed up with this kind of b s from the governor because we're we fully are willing to chip in you know but we're sick of people not paying their way and and she wants to cut taxes for for the for the wealthiest in our state and and raise taxes on working on 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 or the the sales tax increase which is going to hit working families the hardest and it's just not how we take care of business here i mean it is for the republicans but it's not how most iowans want us to take care of business
1: yeah, everyone loves the phrase tax cuts until the fire department is so understaffed. They're not getting to your house in time. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we're just about to have a big snowstorm, apparently. and Or it may already have happened, depending on when this comes out. Um, and the plows aren't running, and you're trying to get home. Or, as is becoming more and more of a reality, your kid's in a classroom of, like, 40-plus kids, and you don't, you don't have any individual attention. And... I mean, they can say tax cuts all they want, but there's going to come a time where, like, people are like, "Yeah, I don't want my kid to be in a classroom crowded with classroom. in a crowded yeah. in a crowded classroom with." I'm a, I almost said chowder classroom. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, they, it, yeah, it's it's just it, they're starving the beast until, or they're starving the government uh, until it just can't perform the basic basic uh, needs that people have and want and. And that is that has been their plan for a very long time, um, and they're pitting one interest against another, um, and and it's all starting again. And I think that's a good segue into the next uh, topic because they're right out of the gate picking an incredibly big fight on 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 an issue that that matters so much. Um, Lauren, you were at um, you were at the first subcommittee meeting today uh, covering that for Progress Iowa about an, a, a ban on abortion that would be written into, into the Iowa Constitution. What was, what was that like?
1: It is the fourth day of session. <laughs> the fourth day. And-,
0: and really like the first real day <laughs> yeah. because this Monday, no nothing happens. Tuesday mm-hmm. is the governor's speech. Yesterday is the judiciary speech right like i think
1: today is today was the national guard guy oh, too right. that's right that's which right. like yeah. i mean sure that's important too but but also like yeah less, less it usually gets less press attention. Let, whether it yeah. should
0: or not it usually gets less yeah
1: but so and the way that the senate now has their rule set is that they don't have to give more than 24 hours notice if they're going to have a subcommittee And then there was some sort of technological failure that happened, which like I completely, uh, that sounds absolutely correct because the Senate side, once the Republicans took over, they were like, oh no, we don't know how to run stuff. And so basically everyone who has a stake in this didn't know about this until about five o'clock last night. And then to get everyone together for 11:30 a.m today that's a quick turnaround and that's kind of what they're counting on that like people are gonna just think it's they don't have time they're at work it's during the day it's not a time when people could come and talk about why this is important to them it's happening at 11:30. it was butted up against another committee so they were on a time crunch too yeah. they gave every person two minutes which is, I don't think, enough time to fully articulate how life-changing a lot of these measures are going to be. And it's also a constitutional amendment that would go on to our Iowa Constitution, and they're willing to... Much more significant uh, than a regular... Much more significant. And they're just plugging it into the middle of the day on a Thursday when everyone's at work when most people can't it's not even like during the lunch hour it's 11:30. they should have had it at 6 p.m tonight or something when more people could come and could talk about why this is important and they didn't take very many testimonials i think they took about seven each for each side which is a very small subsection like i wasn't in the the committee the hearings for the collective bargaining one but i would imagine they took a lot more than that
0: and there were multiple hearings for that, or multiple um events for that so um i hope that when it hits the house side that there will be more opportunities for people to speak but i mean they're they're they're, they can schedule these meetings whenever they want it's not like they have to do it they didn't have to do it today they didn't Mm -hmm. have to do it on such short notice they could have given people a week's notice um (laughs)
1: It's not like it's not going anywhere,
0: right? So, so they chose to have it be such a, uh, you know, just like a really, really short timeline for for people to respond because they don't want people to respond. They don't want any input um, because they're just going to ram this through and and do what uh, do what they want to do.
1: So proponents of the abortion ban amendment in the Iowa Senate are saying that striking down the twenty week ban and the heartbeat bill was quote-unquote, judicial overreach and, quote-unquote, judicial activism by, quote-unquote, unelected justices despite the fact that we have retention elections and all of these people were... And also that that the judiciary is a co-equal branch of government and is set up as kind of a fail-safe for when these more radical changes come through that are not good for people. I mean, like radical's not bad, but like this is very a very like extreme, maybe not radical, extreme versions or extreme laws that are going to affect a lot of people. So they're mostly taking issue with the fact that the Iowa Supreme Court's interpretation of the Iowa Constitution in the in these abortion decisions is that the Iowa Constitution is a living document. And all these strict constructivists that think that we need to be so tethered to the original meaning of these documents, despite the fact that, so the Iowa constitution was ratified in 1857. It's been a while. None of us here were around then. Um, And so several things have happened since 1857 including like i don't know the civil war the 13th amendment the 14th amendment the 19th amendment the voting rights act the roe versus wade decision multiple medical advancements lots of it's lots of things that are that have changed the world that There's no way that the people that wrote this could have expected that we would have, we would have these sort of things, or I bet that we would still be discussing the same problems. To be honest, Uh, Senator Jake Chapman read a read a passage from the 1857 code book, Iowa code book, and was talking about how um, they had it right in 1857. And uh, what I think is that Jake Chapman saw Little Women over Christmas and really didn't understand it. <laughs> he saw these he was little. Probably threatened by it. Yeah, he's probably threatened in by some it. Some way. Something like that. But uh, one of the quotes that I thought about with the interpretation of the Constitution as a living document is that um, a lot of the Iowa Supreme Court decisions have been kind of along the lines of like a court should not be influenced by the weather of the day, but inevitably be influenced by the climate of the arrow, which is an RBG quote. And I think a quote from a, another law scholar. Um, but I mean, I think that's that's the whole ballgame. It's that there's some people that don't want to change anything. And then there's some people that are like, look, the world has changed. Yeah, there's It's two- time to keep up with it.
0: I mean, there's just no way that we can be always restricted by a document that was written whatever in 1857 or 17 you know almost 300 years ago like you can't you you have to have some sort of common sense updates and and part of that is could be a constitutional amendment part of that is court decisions you know th- these things are these things evolve over time and the needs of our community evolve over time and and it's really, really disturbing to see someone like Senator Chapman and the folks who are who are pushing this twist every just just twist the Constitution into something that could take rights away from people. And it's it's I, I hope that we stand up against. I know people will stand up against it. Um, I I don't think it's going to make any difference in the Senate um where there's such a vast republican majority um but it may make a difference in the house because some of these folks are um really
1: scared for their seats they should
0: be scared for their seats um with this vote uh they they should be and then and they should be scared of losing the majority with this making such a a, a show of this uh or, this or is, making such a display on this vote this, this is, is
1: a very extreme mm-hmm. thing like number one, that they call themselves strict constructivists and they're literally trying to amend the Constitution. Right. Does that not strike anyone else as, like, a little bit ironic? <laughs> to quote the to quote the great Alanis Morissette, isn't it ironic? Yes. Never mind. Continue.
0: Progress Iowa will absolutely keep everyone updated about what's going on at the Capitol, whether it's this abortion amendment, whether it's the governor's horrible tax plan. Uh, that 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 attacks working families. So, subscribe to, uh, at progressiowa.org. We're sending out daily emails. Uh, the Daily Dome. Lauren does a great job of tracking the legislature. Uh, Someone's with those. gotta do it. Um, that's right, and we appreciate it. And and listen to the Daily Dome podcast on the Potluck Network. Greg is is crushing it with that. And and the episodes Our producer are
1: producer extraordinaire. Right. On the other side of the mic.
0: Yes. Um, so subscribe to that subscribe to what a week give us a good rating um and and please follow along because it's all so critically important
1: what a week is produced by progress iowa as part of the potluck media network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you we are recorded mixed and edited by greg howenstein for more information visit potluck.fm or find us on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe see you next week on what a week